Australian installation artist and sculptor Emily Floyd is bringing Dunedin Nights an exhibition about the history of childcare. It's work she's created since coming to the city on a research visit earlier this year. Emily is the daughter of toy makers, so it's understandable that she investigates play in the upcoming show, Keeping It Complex, Keeping It Connected. She'll include lots of opportunities for children and their parents to interact with many of the sculptures, although she says there are a few fragile pieces that may have to be put up out of reach. There are some photographs of her work in a gallery at rnz.co.nz slash only. Officially, Emily Floyd is the Dunedin Public Art Gallery Creative New Zealand Toy Aotearoa International Visiting Artist for 2022. Her day job's also a mouthful, Senior Lecturer in the Fine Art Programme at Monash, Art and Design, Art Design and Architecture in Melbourne. Well, Emily told me she uncovered some great material while carrying out her research in Aote for the show. I had a really strong idea about looking at scholarship and radical histories of childcare because I started researching from Melbourne and I saw that it was a really fertile ground and I was looking at the catalogue collections in Dunedin at the Hocken Library or collection and the University of Otago and I thought wow there's some really amazing thinking here along with actually some um, old periodicals as well so And people told me a lot about Dunedin, that it was like this kind of goth, sort of dark, um, awesome place. But actually, until you experience it, you can't understand it. It's incredibly unique. Yeah, my hometown is a bit goth, I've got to say. When you're talking about the history of childcare, of course, the first thing that came to my mind was Plunkett and its associations with the city. Yes, yes, that is an amazing, an amazing history to to look into for sure. So that initial research then, what were some of the things that surprised you along the way and are going to find their way into the exhibition? I found this amazing set of lectures by Professor Margaret Carr called Keeping It Complex, Keeping It Connected, keeping it credible. So this is this kind of wonderful, affirmative, feminist title. And the text is about the idea of assessment in early learning. I thought that's such a great feeling for this time of year where we're all kind of being evaluated. And Professor Carr talks really beautifully about the idea of resilience and assessment being relational, about the whole idea of different socio-political, cultural perspectives. And she has some really beautiful case studies that she makes. So there's the story of a little girl. She's playing with her friends they have this problem of the blocks that they're playing with falling over and so she invents this technique to sellotape or sticky tape all the blocks together and she kind of demonstrates this very proudly and it's this beautiful moment of invention and so that idea of sticking the blocks together weaves its way through the entire space that I'm presenting in the gallery. So this idea that also that a child can be an architect or an engineer is something that we don't 
really accept. And I think that's because perhaps we don't see children as fully human. So really getting to that that level of child-centred knowledge, I, I think, comes through in that text and is the, the starting point for workshops for experimental furniture in the space and some sculptures as well. Oh, I love the sound of experimental furniture. I'd be totally up for that. How's that going to work? <laughs> well, um, there's this wonderful set of furniture that was designed by the Italian designer and artist Enzo Mari in the 1970s. And it's called Otto Progezioni, which is roughly translates as self-made or um, self-designed. And this is a kind of open source, communist, socialist uh, set of patterns for furniture. And so for the space, I've taken this iconic chair called the Cedia chair and we've rebuilt it for the space um, using Mari's patterns and we're going to hold some uh, workshops so children can make their own version of this chair and take it away at the end of the workshop. And this chair really has, it builds back into this idea about how the blocks are put together because it's made from uh, blocks of wood that are firmly nailed together in this very old-fashioned way. So there's kind of a few woodworking skills to, to be had in these workshops. Emily, you are, of course, known for exploring in so many ways over the years the history of play, and this is a very playful-sounding exhibition too, but what got you thinking about play? I guess it's my family background, and when I was young, my mum was working in the childcare movement. They were designing spaces together. They were changing the world and they were fighting for change. You have to look at the the spaces that children inhabit and building inclusive communities. So I started to think of this as a kind of expanded form of, of sculpture. And of course, play is a really important part of that. Play is those kind of loose objects that we all have kind of circulating in our lives and uh, they can, they're very movable, they're very tactile and I think this is a beautiful language for sculpture. I think too, where this works so well with the exhibition and the Dunedin Public Art Gallery, which is a beautiful space, is that so often children are told don't touch, do not touch. And what you're doing here is encouraging touch. And that's all about play, right? Yeah, I think, and there's there's things you can do. I mean, I'm thinking about it because I've got some fragile things in the show and I'm thinking perhaps they can be up high. So if it's more of a kind of visual thing, then they can be placed high up and then there's low things that are tactile and touchable. And also this idea of the the unique in art that things can't be replaced. I love this idea of public sculpture where things have a surface and if that surface is changed, it's it's actually better because it has this lovely feeling of being um, useful in the world uh, and then there's also the possibility of re-coating things as well. So 
I guess sculpture lends itself to, to being less precious in that way. Yeah, good idea to put the fragile stuff up high, though, because I think anyone would be mortified. Can you imagine the look on a parent's face? <laughs> child well, I know, I mean, because a childcare centre does, all these things have to be thought out. And this is a really, really complex language. And also when children are in the home and, and with their carers, these things have to be thought out. And what if we really valued those forms of spatial and cultural practices and really saw them at the highest level? Um, I think that's the, that's the experiment of work. We've talked about the blocks and we've talked about the furniture. These fragile works, Emily, can you give us a, a feeling for what are among those? When I was growing up, my family had a, a kind of a toy-making business. So I do like to kind of make, make my own toys, but sometimes I just put kind of, they're not actually that durable. They're made of wood. They're more propositional. So I've made, I've made a really big owl, which a, a kind of knowledge owl of Minerva sort of library sculpture, and that is on the ground, touchable, but then I have these, a kind of model for that work, which is kind of sitting on a little bookshelf um, frame. So that's going to be higher, I think. And then um, I've got these wonderful posters from the ecological and social movements that I grew up in, advertising children's children's workshops. So those kind of form a, a basis for thinking about the work as well um, and because they're on paper I think they will be higher as well so I like that kind of to switch between scales in the work because I think that's in some ways the experience of childhood as well like we all had that that toy or that object that we remember being so huge when we were little and then when we grow up it, it doesn't seem so so big anymore um and then that also that experience of liaising with the adult world gives you that that change in from high scale to low scale as well is the owl you mentioned is that the black owl i see in the in the gif and the um gallery webpage we've got up on on our webpage with a quotation by rosie bradotti we are in this together, but we are not the same. I just love that. Yeah, so I've got, I've made the, the kind of owl sculpture, but then I've animated it. So there'll be these little animations in the, in the space as well. Yeah, different quotes. Because there's a question actually for young people now about their attention. Like, can they concentrate on a static object? I think especially coming out of um, the period we've been in in the last couple of years where everything has become digital, this thinking is also really, really embedded in all this early childhood scholarship. Can you have something in a number of different formats and does that help with, with the learning? So we've got this kind of static sculpture and then we've got these animated um, figures as well. Emily Floyd, Keeping It Complex, Keeping It Connected opens on the 12th of November at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery.